0: Hey, everyone, I, um, I wanted to focus on gratitude, obviously, uh, Thanksgiving. But I i am trying to think if I can say what I want to say succinctly. And I don't know if I can do that because I'm a verbal processor. So I'll, I'll give it a good try of what I want how I want to express my deep, deep gratitude, and my deep feeling of thanks. So it's an analogy, people who don't know me, I almost always think in metaphors and analogy, it's just how I can really grasp and hold on to a concept, and how I feel I can explain myself. So the analogy is let's say that um, metaphorically, there's this huge tribe of people or this huge city of people and you know, you're you're out there. Actually, let's use a field like uh, just a whole population on a field. And everyone, you know, around, you know, puberty or whatever, everyone gets like some sort of card and it's what your um, uh, your gifts are, you know, and so it lists all the amazing gifts. And then you also get like a red card and that is your challenges. And some, some people have uh, disabilities. Some people have, um, uh, let's say, uh, cancer or something like that. And then I get a card and it's a red card and it says addiction and it's like, whoa, okay, I don't even know what that is. But I'm like, alright, addiction. So the next thing I know is that when I get this card of addiction, I'm actually moving towards a prison, but I don't know that I mean, I kind of know it, people are warning me. And it starts with just like, I go through a phase where I'm just wearing a leg bracelet you know, and then maybe I, you know, I still have this card, you know, I'm trying to live life. And then and I see people like, who don't have these kinds of cards, um, just living a normal life, they get to do you know, and I'm trying to do this. But meanwhile, I've got this thing on my ankle, then like, I start to spend like a night in jail. And then I spend a weekend in jail and then I'm just at the local jail. And then I'm at the, um, you know, uh, the local compound jail, you know, it just where, you know, lots of privileges, but I'm at, I'm at a jail. And at first I go further a little while and then something happens and I live there now. I live, in the prison. And then even let's say that, like, I, so how I can, I try to avoid acknowledging the fact is that, you know, it's a, it's a pretty open prison. It's like, not a lot of guards, whatever in there, are all these people in there. And I'm like, Oh, my God, these people are awesome. Fuck those other people, you know, out there on the line, blah, blah. And I get, you know, cynical, snarky and you know, try to make it like my life is better. They're just, they're just cows and sheeps going with the herd, you know? And I, you know, and in here I'm like, oh, these people are cool and whatever. <laughs> uh, and then, um, you know, I get, a, you know, one day I wake up and I'm, I'm not in that kind of county prison anymore. The next thing I know, I'm like at a fucking full-on prison, no outside privileges, nothing, and it's not fun anymore. There's no way for me to kind of, like, you know, pretty this up. I know that, you know, um, I I am in prison. I know it, and I am just thinking about how to escape, and I look at the prison. I can oversee, like, the fil- field or the tribe where people are, I see people just living life. You know what I mean? I can see the other, you know, like county, you know, prison where it's outdoors and everything. But I I see like all these people living a normal life. And I'm like, I, how do I get out of this prison? And so people are like trying to tell me how to get out. Like, you know, all these other criminals are trying to tell me how to get out. And it doesn't work. And then something happens where maybe I meet someone and maybe it's a prison counselor or maybe it's an inmate who was like, well, I got to spend some time in uh, this uh, treatment facility, which is attached to the prison. There's a door over there and you can go through it to the, you know, you get, you can get a day, but you just have to ask. It's like you don't have to pass any tests. Just go up to the, you know, the guard and say i like a day pass to, you know, the treatment facility. And, you know, maybe, I, maybe I, I eventually do that. And maybe, you know, I go once and I'm like, oh, my God, these people are dorks. You know what I mean? Maybe I do that. And I'm just like, oh, my God, they're playing puzzles. Someone's wearing a sweatshirt with kitties on it. This is like... Oh, my God, you know, and and, oh, there's a girl I wouldn't have even talked to in high school, you know, fuck this. I'm out. So I go back to prison because it's only a day pass. And then let's just say like and again, I try escaping the prison and it's just not working. I cannot escape. And people are trying to tell me like the counselors in the prison are trying to tell me like, look, there's no getting out this. You have a life sentence. And, and even one of them is like, show me, show me your, the card that you got, you know, the, your, your family legacy card. And, uh, and I show it, and I'm just like, they see it's red, it has addiction, it's embossed, you know. They're like, there's no getting out of this prison. The only thing you can do is either live in this prison or walk through that door to the treatment facility. And, you know, there are people in the prison making fun of everyone in that treatment facility. They'd rather be in this prison than be fucking like drinking tea, sitting with a bunch of old people, you know, or, you know, young people who, you know, are dorky. Maybe there are a couple of cool people in there, but no one mentions that, you know. And finally, I'm like, fuck this place. I I would rather sit. I would rather go in there and be with people I wouldn't have coffee with than fucking hang out in this prison anymore. So I go and uh, I'm like, I day pass and I just go. And this treatment facility, just like the prison has these sort of stages. So maybe the very first room I walk in is like a goddamn loony bin out of one flies over the cuckoo's nest. I mean, it is just ragtag ragamuffin. And I'm in there and it's painful. But the only thing that's keeping me there, the fucking only thing that is keeping me in this goddamn day room with fucking crazy people is I would rather spend the day with these crazy people than have to spend one more fucking minute in the prison. So then again, you know, at night, you know, maybe I I wake up in the prison. And I immediately, as soon as I wake up, I fucking go to the guard. I'm like, can I have a day pass? And and then I'm like, is there any way that I can kind of just stay there? And he's like, yeah, yeah, there's a way. Just But right now, just you just get the day pass. And in that beginning time, maybe I'm coming back and it's like, you know, I'm being tempted, people are like, don't fucking go. Maybe my best friend or my partner is like, don't stop going there. It's 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 going to change you. And I don't like you anymore. And only dorks go there, whatever it is. And then I have this some sort of pulling or this light that is like, let's just go. Let's just go. And then let's say I go enough that one day when I go to leave to go back to the prison, I go back. But when I wake up, I'm actually in the treatment facility. And I'm like, Oh, my God, how did I get here? Like, this is amazing. This is fucking amazing. I'm in the treatment facility. And then you know, the guards are like, you got to keep doing the deal whatever the treatment facility is you got to keep showing up you have to join and that's why I get to spend the night because suddenly I have joined this I'm like yes I belong here I'm a member I belong here and then I'm like am I going to live my whole life in this day crazy room and there and so instead of prison guards there are counselors in the treatment facility and they're like no we have you know, stages, just like you have stages in the prison, in addiction. There are stages of recovery. And it's, you know, there's, it's a progressive illness, which is how you ended up in a lockdown federal prison. But recovery is progressive, too. And so I do the deal, I do the deal. And sure enough, I get moved to different sections. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, in with and this is the whole stick with the winners thing where it's like, again, I have compassion, but I'm, I'm attaching to people who are like, yeah, I'm all in on this. I want all that recovery can give me. And I make friends with those people or I call those people regularly. I make them part of my connection. So then we go to a different level. Now, when we get to like say the next room, a level two room, people in that room are like, if you wanna stay here, you need to spend time in the other room, being of service to those people. You know, you need to go back and just, and it's like, wait a minute, I thought I got to be here. And it's like, yeah, you get to be here. But you need to spend like, an hour a day going back to the day room with the psycho crazy people, and letting them know that, you know, what your experience is like, hey, I get it, this place looks crazy. But if you just keep doing what they ask and if you start to learn the rules because in this fucking treatment facility there are rules that I didn't even know about principles that I was breaking everything so you got to be in this sort of boot camp day room where you learn like rule number one if you have scissors in your hand do not start running you know rule number two you know what I mean you know don't grab someone by their breast or you know pinch them on the butt like you know, whatever it is, like, you learn these basic rule number three, listen, when people are talking, don't interrupt, because you think you have, you think what you have to say is more important, and then you don't give them a chance to talk all these rules, but you start to get them, you start to get them, and then you get to move into another room. And this room, you know, seems a little bigger, there seems to be more things that you're able to do. And then maybe you move to another room, and then that room you have to go back. So you always have to go back to the room that you came out of. And maybe you even, for some people, you go back to that crazy day room. Maybe you don't. Now, here's the thing. You might get to a place where the treatment facility, it's an inpatient site ward. Then it's just an inpatient treatment facility. Then it's a... um, day program, you know, uh, where you spend all day there, but you get to go home at night and home is like, uh, these apartments, these uh, assisted living apartments for addicts, right? So you get this sense of like, having your own life. And then now, like there is a attached to the treatment facility is like a housing development it's, it's cool. It's very cool. And, um, and so what can happen is is like, you know, you're getting this housing development, and you can still look over and see all the people that did not have to go to prison, and, and their housing developments. And you want to go live with them. And you're like, Look, I can do this housing development look, look how normal I am. I pass for normal. I want out. I don't want to be doing this stuff anymore. I don't want to go back into this treatment facility. I'm normal now, whatever. And people tell you, you know what? You're not. But if you need to try this for yourself, you can. So you go and let's say you, you leave program and you go and you live you know in the treatment in in a quote unquote with normies who, who who don't have addiction they have other things but they don't and you try and buy a house there and that kind con- and you go and maybe it lasts for a while but what you discover is you never get rid of that red card it is embossed on your ass you know what i mean you have the card to show people because you don't want to flash your ass at everyone but, and then you find out one day you wake up and you're back in the federal prison. You don't even go through the stages that you went through initially. You wake up and you're fucking back in prison and you're like, I can't believe I'm here. But, you know immediately that there's that door. Now, you may hesitate to go through the door because you told everyone that you you know you don't need recovery anymore and then here you are with your tail between your legs so shame is at the door and they're like don't you dare come into this door you know you don't want anyone and shame keeps you in the prison and hopefully because you know there are people from the facility the treatment facility who come and go into the prison and they're trying to recruit people to come to their treatment facility. And fortunately, maybe someone comes and they say, you don't have to be ashamed of anything. You think you're the first person, like, like started passing for normal and then got confused and thought they were normal? You're not. No, this happens all the time. Come on back. We're just going to be happy to see you. We don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to judge you for that. That was the disease, the addiction convinced you, the shame had convinced you that you needed to be, that you could move over into this sort of normieville. Now, here's the thing that I wanna get to what I'm grateful for, and again, I couldn't, is I fortunately didn't have to do that now. I didn't have to leave the treatment facility. That does not mean I did not find my ass back in that first day room with fucking lunatics And just going like, oh my God, you know, the relapse. All right. But thankfully, like maybe I woke up in prison, relapsed. I spent maybe like hours there or maybe I think one time I spent like a week. This is when the trauma memories came up. I spent a week in prison and I actually, that's not true. I, I spent a week waking up in prison, but every day I would go to, I'd get my day pass. But every night I would binge, and so I was back in the prison. So, you know, but when I come back and I'm like, I'm back, like through the grace of God, and then I quickly, like faster than I've ever done, I move from that day room to passing for normal, like maybe within a few hours I do that. So now I'm back at the compound, the treatment facility compound with the housing development, with all these people living a life passing for normal. But now I have the experience that tells me I am always going to pass for normal, always. And I can, from my little, you know, treatment neighborhood, I can go and visit other people in Normieville, And I can come back. So it looks like I just live in this housing development and other people live in that housing development. Here's what I've learned, though, you know, by getting clean and sober and um, emotionally sober is, is that I've learned that every single person in my family got that red card. And I have learned that when you get that red card, Your life has two paths. Actually, it has three. Three paths. Path one, prison. Path two, heroin addict. Well, it's a prison of a sort, so it's like actually, you know, that's not the path two. Path one, prison. Path two, death. Death. You know, addiction can kill you, you know. And, don't, and bulimia can kill you. I knew a woman who, at 20, I didn't know her personally. This was, you know, based on a, a friend who knew this woman. At 23 years old, she shat out her colon because of her um, taking laxatives. I mean, I knew a woman who went, who had bulimia, was in her ninth treatment facility, only had 30 days, and when she came out, um, after 30 days, when she binged and perch again, she killed herself. So, you know, aside from just the overdosing, you know, there are three paths. You're either, you either live in prison, you die, or you go and you do recovery. And so I want to express my deep, deep gratitude. Like I can't even put it into words, like there's not a word out there that we have that can completely capture and hold the feelings that I'm having around feeling deeply grateful and blessed that I live in the treatment facility compound. I live in, in that, I live in that passing for normal housing development and every day I know that my mortgage for that house is that I've got to walk to the treatment facility and I need to spend some time there like I need to spend every day I need to spend some kind of time in that treatment facility and every day I do that it pays the mortgage on my house. In the uh, in the housing development where I get to pass for normal, and for if you're still listening, this is so much longer than I expected. You may be spending time tomorrow with people who aren't in the treatment facility, and you know they have red cards. And you and my my suggestion with what I do is I do not judge them because I know how painful recovery is and I know how it's just, you know, the perfect storm of all the right conditions that helped me get out of the prison and, and live in the recovery treatment. And I know it's sort of, but, but what is it like, but therefore the grace of God go I, and instead of like feeling superior, I think of getting that treatment facility, and getting recovery is like winning the lottery. And I've talked with my sponsors about, their sponsees about this a lot, where it's like, I don't know why I was the one that got to follow this path. I'm not smarter than anyone in my family. I'm not, I, I don't even know what it was. I think it was, like, there's nothing intrinsic about me that is different than any other member in my family that is like, oh, this is why they could never do recovery. No, no, they could do it every goddamn day. So I just know that I am beyond grateful that if I had those three paths in life, once when I got handed that red card of addiction, and I didn't know it at the time, but basically, when I got handed that, I had three paths to take in my life, and only three. Death, prison, or recovery. I am so fucking grateful that I live a life of recovery, and that I have lived one for a very long time. And I, I hope that if, if, this, if what, this message does anything, it gives you a deep sense of gratitude that this is your life as well. And that we can be thankful for that and we can know that we can pass for normal but we're not and it's okay it's okay and it's okay that the people we love aren't in recovery that's what the disease can do and we can send them you know a little heart blessing or you know good positive energy and we can just be thankful that They're doing the best they can, and so are we. So with that, um, happy Thanksgiving, everyone.